Welcome back to The Grinder, folks. We are live and in person at James Chapman's Bat Layer of Insurance. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. thinking of myself as a bat man of insurance, so that's a perfect fit. I appreciate yeah. that. And that's that's why I plugged it in. I take that as a you know, term of endearment. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super stoked. I'm very happy to be here. I brought the whole team out, most of it, yeah. 75%. 75%? Um, I would just go ahead and forewarn everybody. I should not have this much caffeine in my body. I can literally feel myself vibrating in my seat, so it may get just fucking ridiculous, okay? I'm going to say some weird shit. I just want you to go with it. Hey, right? look, I'm, I'm all about it. Okay. I'm all about all right. it. And then, so, what? I actually got a question first. Shoot. Because I haven't been able to ask you yet. Mm -hmm. What the fuck happened to your finger? What a wonderful question, James. Uh, so, yesterday, let, let me rephrase. Let me restart. Please. Earlier this week, I purchased purchased an office knife. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What is an office knife? Is that different than a pocket knife? Yes. Is it different than a knife that goes in a sheath on yes. the side? Okay, is it? It's an office knife. Yes. Real quick, do they have office swords? You can definitely purchase one from okay. Amazon. All right. And let me let me kind of dive into this for you. Uh -huh. um, I was definitely already thinking. I need an office sword. But then you second think things, and so you go with, like, okay, what's more practical? What, what am I actually going to get a use out of? Thus, the office knife came into play. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's what it is, is it's just a simply a tactical knife. Okay. <laughs> what's the point of an office knife? Is okay. This for opening letters? Mm, so, wonderful question. So, from opening letters to killing anybody who comes in my office that I does not need to be there. To uh, opening random things and also threatening my employees. Okay. All right. I mean, that's a pretty good list. Mm -hmm. Amazon? Yes. Okay. All right. And uh, was shipped and at my place by Monday. So Monday, I started waving the knife around. And, and me, so the knife has a victim already. Uh, yes. It, it actually has taken its, its own victim. Um, however, I was not planning on the victim being myself. Yeah, it sounds that way. Yeah. So... Uh, now we can start the story where I started, which was yesterday, I um, got in some outdoor furniture for the office. Mm -hmm. You know, employees like to work outside and whatnot. So, yeah, y'all got like an awesome little exit spot over there. Yeah. fantastic. So, yeah, exactly. So I was like, you know what? They would enjoy it. I would enjoy it. It's going to be a great building. We can have meetings outside, yeah. the whole nine yards, mm -hmm. um, which I also learned where that came from, by the way. But we'll go into that differently. Okay, yeah. um, so I uh, got the equipment. I'm getting everything. And so I started out with a little pocket knife. Okay. So I'm opening it up. Everything's zip tied together. And someone mentions, hey, aren't you supposed to be using your office knife for this? Yeah. I said, well, obviously. Cameron, can you go grab my office knife, please? She went, grabbed my office knife. Not two 
seconds later did I almost chop off my thumb. So you got stitches under that bad Stitches under this bad boy. Almost to the tendon. Hmm. Did you get all white and pasty and have to sit down and shit? Oh, bro, I passed out. Did you? Yeah, I, I passed out. <laughs> Who came to your rescue? <laughs> so. Did Brandon give you mouth to mouth? He Bra- looks like he fucking gave you mouth to mouth. Holy shit. So, so, <laughs> so I cut my thumb, immediately grab it, you know, yeah. and then I go to assess the situation. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is either going to be very, very bad or it's not bad, yeah. right? You have a 50 50 chance on yeah. this one. Yeah. I was using my office knife. It, it was going to be bad. It's, this is the first cut? First cut. So I look down, and I move my thumb a little bit, and it's split. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> that is white meat or bone. Oh, my God. And so I'm looking at it. My thumb is like, you know, not really there. And I'm like, okay, well, we, we, we got to do something. And so I was like, Camry, I need napkins. <laughs> I was like, Camry, I need... I need um, I need some paper towels, and so we got the paper towel situation worked out. I'm covering it, and then I look at it again. I run to the front of the office, and initially, that's where the first incident happened. I came back outside, and I was like, "Dude, I need to sit down." Sat down. Get that brand new office, but I mean, mm-hmm. the outside furniture, man, could have worked out better. Yeah. So I sat down, and as soon as I sit down, dude, yeah. I was out. Yeah. And I've never been this way towards like goriness, blood, and I'm coming to the conclusion that it's not about other people. Like I can see you get cut and like you get real nasty and stuff and it's fine. If I see myself and I see my own blood coming out of my body where it's not supposed to Mm -hmm. and then I see some white meat. Yeah. Or white meat. Dude, I'm I'm done apparently. (laughs) That's crazy. So So is that uh, so you had to go to like emergency room or what? Yeah, uh, so uh, we have this family practice in McDonough, um, and been going there for like many years. And so my dad was like, do you want to go there instead of the ER? I was like, hell yeah, we need to go there. Just for the simple fact of they're probably not going to charge me for bed sheets and all this other shit. And so got there, went in, shout out to uh, D. Anglin in McDonough. Um, You you know D. Yeah. So his dad is a doctor. Yeah. I mean, whipped it in. They took me straight back. I was there for maybe an hour. Stitch you up. Stitch me up. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad your thumb's still there. Yeah, me too. So. I can still do a thumb. Is it so bad that you got to do, like, the therapy shit on it, or is it good? No. He said stitches for two weeks, and then just make sure that I move it around after that, and I should be good. I didn't rip into any tendons. There you go. Thank God. He's like... what kind of review are you going to leave on the office knife on Amazon now? Uh, very sharp. <laughs> sharp. Don't, don't fuck around with it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Did the outdoor furniture get put together? Yes, it did. We well, finished it. Like we got a win overall, yeah. man. I mean, I'm really going to have this. As soon as I got there, I called Brandon. I was like, hey, are you still putting the, equip- are you still putting the office furniture together? He was like, uh, not yet. Got to make a few phone calls, but then we'll get on it. Yeah. I was like, all right. No. So, so got that done. some office scissors. That's what people are saying. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's, that's what people are saying. So um, if you're going to handle a brand new knife and it's a lot larger than, you know what else I learned? Oh, yeah. Use the correct tool for the for the, for the the job. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Anything beyond that, you're just, 
You're just being overcompensating. So is it like K bar size? Oh yeah. Oh, so that, that so it's just a. It's huge. Yeah. So it's like a mini machete, mini office machete. I would say yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Office machete. Yeah. Take it up a notch. Yeah. So that's that. that that's the story of me uh, almost cutting off my thumb yesterday. So easily enough to say, not a lot of work got done yesterday. <laughs> but I went back to the office. We rock and rolled for a little bit, and then that was about the sum of it. So no office knife, maybe office shears, but more likely office scissors. Yes. Got it. Yep. Got it. Yep. And even the doctor was like, um, maybe you should have been using like a box opener. Um, that's actually a good idea. He was like, you're a lot less to, you know, injure yourself with a box cutter. I said, when noted. I was, when I was like 16, 17, um, uh, teenager, somewhere, I was driving, I know that. My mom calls me and says, hey, uh, I was on my way home. She said, um, hey, look, your brother had an accident with, uh, basically, he was taking the broadhead off an arrow. Mm. Didn't use the little broadhead wrench. He put his fingers around it, and, it, and then it broke loose. She's like, look, when you get there, he's going to be fine, but when you get there, there's blood. Can you go ahead and start cleaning up before it stains everything? Dude, so I'm thinking like there's going to be like a little trail. But no. There was like like two chunks of skin and like blood all in the carpet. So I'm in there like freaking out, like scrubbing blood out of the floor and shit. He had to get like therapy on his finger. It, it cut him so deep. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I was like, holy fuck, never do that shit. Yeah. So no office knives and no fucking... Taking broadheads off with your bare fingers. Yeah, I mean, some people are. That's the podcast thing, folks. Enjoy. <laughs> so some people are able to do it. I'm just saying, if you're going to get an office knife, don't throw away the sheath, and maybe just use it for intimidation tactics on your yeah. employees. Well, some of it comes in that you feel like you like if somebody comes in trying to accost you, right? And you need to protect yourself. Give them the fucking knife. Tell them to go out there and put the furniture together. Yeah. Slice your fucking thumb off. Yeah. There you go. Almost. Yeah. Almost slice it off. Maybe you might get a little bit more in the first together. Yeah. Sounds like a win. Yeah. So um, overall, that was uh, my week. No, you know, I, I don't like putting uh, weeks into one single scenario, but uh-huh. that was about the sum of my week. Yeah. Gotcha. Changing up. What are we talking about today? So a uh, couple of different things, uh-huh. right? So this morning, I was late. This is not a surprise to many people that know me, okay? However, I was late because I got caught into a traffic jam to where a box truck flipped over and hit like three cars, okay? So good thing I'm talking to an insurance guy, right? We can kind of go into that. But I want to take a note and just say, like, I was frustrated. I was mad that I was stuck in traffic. It was messing up my day because... Someone else was irresponsible, right? So we assume. Yeah. Um, and I want to kind of take a note and say, like, that's kind of fucked up. That's fucked up for me to be upset because someone else is having a really, really bad day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I get your point. But, I mean, such is life, though. Yep. I mean, like, I mean, damn, I mean, if, if we stopped every time something happened... Think about how many times you've been to a funeral, all right? Dirt hits a box, right? When I say that, usually you leave before they start throwing dirt on the box. Right. But 
what do you do the next day? You get the fuck up and you go to work. Like, yeah, that, is, that is a fact. Guess what? The day you die, people are going to come. They're going to be sad. Little tears dropping, yep. right? They're going to say all the nice stuff. People are going to say some work. And the next day, they're going to get up. they got to go the fuck to work. That is a fact. Right? Life moves on, bro. It's been doing it for millions of years. It's yep. just the way it is. It's not like you were wishing death upon those people. But your day was fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it works. Yeah, and, and, and so that, you know, it, it, it makes you think a little bit further into... You know, understand that other people have shit going on, and just because it fucks up what you have going on doesn't really give you a right to be upset, but it also gives you an opportunity to see the situation in a different light, mm-hmm. as well as moving forward, right? Yeah. So my, cha- my my plans had to change a little bit. We had to kind of understand that today was going to be a little bit different than what I planned it to be. Um, I was planning on being back at the office by now, right? Yeah. But that's okay. We got the team here. We had a good breakfast. We had a like yeah. a little situation, and it was good. So, understand that just because shit happens, you can still get through it, right? You can still it, make a move. Also, but like, there's the experience you talk about. Like, it reminds me of uh, it happens not often, but often enough that everybody probably shares the same thought on it. Like when you're at the stop sign and you accidentally go before the other person because they were there like 0.5 seconds before you or whatever, right? you start going and then they feel cut off so they flick you off had a lady do that in her sweet ass Camaro to me here recently and literally she was pressing her hand up against the window like livid and I was like holy fuck you need bigger problems (laughs) like that's you're that mad about a stop sign that was like three seconds of your entire day and that's how frustrated you were yep are you kidding me if I would have been careful, I could have let it piss me off that she flipped me off. Yep. How many times have you heard somebody like, man, you're freaking me off, bitch, right? Like, and they're mad about it. Like, why even waste your time? You need bigger fucking problems. And that's, that, that is a fact, right? And, and it, it's something to take into consideration when when you have to go through these things in life and, and you get that caught up in something and then let's just say that happens to you right so you get flipped off and then you are constantly thinking about that throughout the day could you imagine just having to sit there and like think about that on a constant basis and then how that that now that's going to trickle down into you know how you manage today and how how you how you lead today and and how you do these things throughout your day fuck that noise um yeah i mean there will be people who get to work today this morning they either had somebody cut them off Something stupid like that happened in traffic, or they Starbucks messed up their order. You believe that shit? The fucking kid there making minimum wage fucking accidentally messed up their order because you got twenty different things that you like done to your whatever coffee after they frothed it. Pansy. Pansy. And so you're mad and it ruins your entire day. Yep. Like petty motherfucker. Yeah. I mean that's what you are. Yeah. You know, and I've been there more times than I like to admit, right? But like, be engaged. I mean, that's like one of our core values here. Be engaged. Be engaged with what the fuck's going on around you. Right. Be engaged with how things actually work. Be engaged with the fact that this is a tiny moment in your life. Like, who gives a shit, right? Yep. You know, there's probably no telling how many people you've cut off in traffic, and you never even knew it. Never even knew it. Because you know what? The person you cut off had bigger fucking problems. They didn't waste their time. Honking their horn. Yep. They moved on with their day. Yep. And you were that bastard. 
and you didn't even know it. So like, dude, fly him. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Um, so I want to I want to touch base on on that that topic that you just hit, right? So being engaged, were you? Is that something that you would have thought about prior to being in the military? Um, I think so. I mean, I'm a detail-oriented person. Like, I observe pretty, like, that's just part of my nature. Like, I observe a lot. So, um, and I think just being in sales since I was 19 right. is reading people, observing, you know. But th- there's no doubt the military helped that. Yeah. I mean, that shit takes it to a whole nother level. Because, right. I mean, when you're getting indoctrinated, which you are, which is okay. Mm-hmm. God bless America. When you're getting indoctrinated, you know, you're looking out for everybody. So not only are you detail-oriented or engaged with what's going on in front of you, you're looking out for every single one of your, your uh, you know, your, your battle buddies, so to speak, making sure they're squared the fuck away and engaged too, yeah. right? I mean, you're looking at their name tag and that shit, and you're seeing if a string's hanging off their uniform, not just yours, you know what I'm saying? Because you know they're policing you as well, right. making sure you're good. And that's a cohesive unit, man. It comes together and everybody's looking out. So that's why it's one of our core values here. Be the fucking gauge. Pay attention to shit. Like, know what the fuck's going on around you. Yeah. You know? It's huge. And then with that is communicate it. Right. You know? We police each other here. And that's one of the big things. Hey, if this is an issue, you have an absolute responsibility to let the other person know that it's wrong. Like, hey, we missed putting the notes. The big thing we do here, every interaction we have with the client, notated in the system. Right. Okay? If I go to look at a policy or an account, whatever, and there's not a note for a recent transaction, I'm going to go to that person and say, hey, Tyler, you forgot to, you didn't put any notes. You need to go back and notate that. But that thing works, it works universally in this office. If I miss a note, guess what happens? Somebody calls me and says, hey, James, you didn't put a note on this account. It needs yep. to be fixed. And you know what I say? Absolutely. I'll fix it right now. And then I, then I notify them when I've done it. Yep. Because I want them to notify me when they've done it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you're the leader, you got to live to that same value. Like, you need to, that shit needs to be part of who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's something that we, we do as well, right? And that, that's also one of those things that it, it's very important to be able to say, hey, look, we had this conversation with this client. This is how it went. This is why they're in this particular, um, system or that's why they're they're labeled this way right Mm -hmm. because without that you can't really move forward until you call that client or like hey you know they're having a baby in two months you need to be prepared to have that conversation of saying hey how's the baby going whatever you're right for sure um and that's i fall short on that right and and putting in those notes because i'm so on my end of it i'm so driven on like okay had the conversation with the client this is what happened and then, bam, versus what I actually do is, like, hang up the phone, label the client, send it. Because what I'm focused on is, like, getting to that next person. Yeah. Whereas Brandon is in our system, and his whole job is to make sure he has client communications, make sure that he has uh, that communication with that client set up to where it's, like, bam, seamless. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on the other half of it to where I'm, like, I'm noticing that, Hey, you know, you had a conversation with that client. What happened? Right? Yeah. And I'm like, shit. My bad, dude. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. you have to get in there. But that, that whole piece of, like, holding each other accountable, going through that process, 
And I think that, that if, if you do that enough and you pay enough detail, detail when you're walking out in the street and you see a penny and you pick it up, mm-hmm. that's important. Yeah. That, that shows that you are detail-oriented. And imagine if you did that every single day and you were like, okay, well, I see you know, a nickel on the, on, the, on, the, on the ground or you see a bolt or a screw and you pick it up. Imagine doing that every single day. Right and being purposeful with that. Imagine how much detail oriented you you can become, mm-hmm. and then how that would bleed into your personal life. Yeah, right. For sure. And you don't think that your wife or your fiance or your significant other would be like, "Holy shit, you you know notice that my hair got cut," right? Mm-hmm. And imagine how much that builds that piece up. That's a good point. Yeah, I can't say how many times I've I've done that. Like I've even known my wife was. Going to get a haircut, and I walk in, and I'm like, "Hey, how was your day? Oh, it was good. How was yours? Oh, it was good. Right? Mm-hmm. What's for dinner? What are we doing? Are we eating a little bit? Oh, blah blah blah. Right. Never even noticed haircut. Yep. You know, because it's already just out. So, no, you're right. It's a good point. Yep. It's a good point. And and that that's that's those little things. Yeah. Are is are is right. Mm-hmm. It's it's what we it's what we miss. I always like to compare it to like a professional sports team, right? Or a professional athlete. Like there's all these, I'm not even a sports guy, but I mean, there's all these perceptions we have about a pro athlete, right? Like how in tune they should be, how well they should be taking care of their body, how well they should be training, all this shit. And, but we don't think of ourselves that way. Like, and it's really odd. Like, most people piss and moan about training. Don't want to do training. My company needs to train way more than it does. We don't. I don't put enough value on it. But if we were a bunch of pro athletes sitting here, that would be a daily routine. That would be your morning routine. Yeah. Like, that's probably more of their job than the actual event. Right. Right? I mean, especially, like, think of a... Think of a the Olympics. I mean, those people are training, 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 and then it's then maybe it's just that one day or that one week where they actually do it for four years. The rest of it's training. Military. It was all training, man. Yeah. I mean, it was all worth it for that little bit of moment you actually get to you, you had some some action. Right. The rest of it was training. Boring right. ass fucking training. And routine over and over and over, driving in muscle memory, fucking nonstop. Go go go. And then you get to the main event. Why the fuck are we not doing that in our lives? So let me take that. Let me take that back. Um, that piece that you just said, like you constantly train, and it is it is embedded into your brain. Mm-hmm. Of this scenario happens, this is what we do, right? That whole piece is so important when it becomes into customer service, being detailed, or or, or just sales in general, mm-hmm. because you don't raise to your expectations of yourself. You fall back to your training, and that's Brandon on the phone. That's me on the phone. That's you on the phone. That's Camry on the phone. That's your people out front on the phone mm-hmm. handling their business on a daily basis, yeah. right? And so if, if, we don't, if we don't take into consideration of like, hey, maybe I need to read this book this month because I'm lacking in this particular subject, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe I'm not realizing myself in the, in the fact that I'm super callous as a person. Maybe I need to figure out why that is, right? Yeah. And then understand that 
you know, why do these things happen? There, there's so many things that, that you can tie into, and whether it's in business or it's personal, I think it's very important to do that training, right? Yeah. And, and just like you said, I lack on the training on, on our side too, yeah. right? And that's something that we set up in the beginning of the year that was like once a, or, you know, once a month, you, it is your job um, to pick out something that you need to be honing on and like sharpening that blade, and I let it go. I never once asked him, hey, what are you doing? I did it for two months, Mm -hmm. right? And I said, hey, what are you guys going to be hitting on this month to become better? Yeah. Right? And I let it go. Yeah. Dude, I I completely agree with that. I mean, that's what it's all based around is getting better. Because if you're constantly thinking about how the people around you are getting better, you're going to focus on how the fuck you're getting better too. Yeah. It keeps you sharper. Yep. If you're focusing on them, right? So that's I've said this many times. It's one of the best parts that's one of the things that I get that unfortunately nobody else gets in my company. I get the satisfaction of watching people grow and it makes me fucking feel good. Yes. You know, they get to come in, I offer an opportunity, they grab the opportunity by the balls and they do something with it. Right. It is so cool. I love it. It's not even fair that I get to feel that way. Right. Right. But like, but you also got to continue to invest in that. Like you got to do that. It isn't just you walk in the door, you get them up to speed and they're on their own. Like, yeah, there's probably less touch on things, but if you're constantly looking at how you improve overall, it's one of the things we do here. Like we do, I will say it's one of our catches that we do, I think we do a great job on. We audit every single person in the company every month. Damn. We audit. So we go back and we pull randomly information and look at it. But the main thing we do, number one, is to make sure everybody understands what they need to do because this place is very fluid. We move fast. We change stuff fast. Um but to make sure they're keeping up with SOPs. And then we can see where we're missing on training. You know, like, hey, we noticed this is wrong. Or, hey, you made this note this way. You know, try doing it this way. Or you had this conversation, try it this way. It's improvement. Right. The moment somebody stops trying to improve here, they don't fucking belong here. Myself included. Yep. Right? So, talking about being engaged, going down the track of hole. Perfect example. Let me use myself. What, what about it? You know what my new hobby is? What? Woodworking. Woodworking. Love handling the wood, right? Okay? It's so much fun. So, uh, I love it, all right? It's what I do to literally just zone out, okay? It helps me clear my head. Some people go hiking. Some people, I don't know. What do other people do? Different Workout. Go golfing. Yep. The idea of golfing makes me want to. I grew up golfing. I had no interest in it. I'd rather just... Shove a pencil through my fucking eye and golf anymore. I can't stand it. I don't know why. Shit. Yeah, I'm done with it. So, anyways, got into woodworking. You know what I appreciate about it? It gives me constant feedback. It tells me pretty quick. Like, I'll have an idea in my head and then I'll put it together and it'll look like shit. And it tells me, hey, you fucking suck. And I've learned every time I go out there. Yep. All right? I love that about it. Constant feedback from it. And I was saying that's what I like about it. But when I first, when I was telling people about it, I was like, this is what I appreciate about woodworking. It's neat. Like, it challenged me in a different way. But I can also just, like, push out the world, clear my mind. But here's the problem. I've been saying that for three months now about woodworking. Oh, it gives me constant feedback. And what I do here doesn't do that. Yeah. Why doesn't this place do that? Because I don't fucking look for it. 
I'm like, ah, oh, the play is so long. This is something I do that gives me immediate feedback. Right. Bullshit. Right. This place gives me immediate feedback if I want it. When we end this podcast, I can take 10 minutes and sit there and think about the conversation and go, how could I have done this podcast better? Right. How could I have learned a little bit? What could I have said differently? How many ums and uh, 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 did I say, like, how can I improve that, right? Like, if I look for it, it will give me immediate feedback. What a bullshit excuse saying what I do here is just a long play. Bullshit. I either show up today or I don't fucking show up today. I either get something done or I don't get it done. And saying that it's just one long play, motherfucker, that's how you mail it in every day. And then in five years, you're sitting there wondering, where the fuck did the time go? Why do I not have what I want to have? You know? Yep. Bullshit. That was an excuse. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy to fall into that 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 mindset. Not even just a mindset. It's just falling into that complacency track of saying, "Hey, look, you know, yeah, I could probably do this, but I don't really have the time." And that that that's a load of shit, right? Because yeah. you can you can wake up five minutes early and, and re-listen to this podcast, right? Yeah. Or you can think about the conversation you just had with one of your employees and say, "How could I have? How could I? How could I?" How could I have said that differently, right? How could I have changed my tonality so that they understood that I was being serious versus just playing, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, it, it can flow in any, any, any direction you want it to. You just have to put the, the detail aspect in back into it. Yeah, you, you can't put it in, in autopilot. Yep. And if you realize there's a model that was in autopilot, go back and audit that shit. Yep. And, and, and give yourself some advice, you know? Analyze it. Like, that's how you get better. Not just looking at it. I get it. Like, I have a long-term play with this company. And when I look down the road, I love it. I see long-term vision really, really well. Like, really well. It's one of my strong suits. But the problem is that, and I can sell the vision, too. I can bring everybody in here. I can walk them through the, the smell and the fucking taste. I mean, I can, I'm closing my eyes right now because I can picture where we're going to be long-term. That's great, but I also got to get realistic on today. What can be done today? How do we move the needle today? And then go back and evaluate that. Right. I feel like I moved the needle, but I don't go back and evaluate the day today and say, okay, how did you actually do? You know what I did that well? Andy Purcell's got a great thing on this, the power list, right? Yep. You mark it down, main things you want to hit, you circle the win or you circle the loss, right? And that keeps you really in tune for the day and then you can go back and analyze why you hit or missed. I think it's a great a great thing to, to do if you feel like you struggle like that, like I do. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's, that makes a huge difference in the day, and that's something that um, we have a whiteboard at our, in our office, right? And it's one of those things that, that we put on and said, hey, look, this is what your – this is for Brandon, but because uh, Camry does it on her notebook, right? And she does, hey, this is what the stuff I got to get done before I leave, and she makes sure she marks off before she leaves. Brandon has his whiteboard in front of him that says, mm-hmm. you know, call, you know, check your emails, check communications, then run in through um, what those comms look like, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's 0 to 30, 31 to 60, make sure you're checking all that shit off before you leave, yeah. right? And yeah, there's some days where not everything's going to be checked off, but it's good. That, that's a good note if he wants to be detail-oriented and say, okay, how did I, why did I not get into that 91 plus? Why did I not get into those other people? Okay, was it because I I took three extra bathroom breaks today, or was it because of you know whatever it is? I'm picking on him right now because he's yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but that that whole piece is is very important to understand what that looks like. Yeah. Right? I agree, man. 
I agree. Blocking it off and making it happen. Like I said, there's a there's a thousand ways to do it. But I think if you if you if you just have the mindset of okay, I'm gonna go back and analyze this. I'm gonna be engaged in what the fuck's going on around me, and not just have my head down and not even paying the fucking attention and like just just showing up like you're just a hollow body just sitting there doing work. Right. You know. Plus, what pleasure does that give you? If it. it if you actually engage and focus on how you move it day to day, there's a good chance there's going to be frustration. But it's also, there's usually anything that can frustrate me can also, like anything I'm doing, if there's frustration in it, can also give me a ton of pleasure. Right. And it's worth it for the pleasure. It's much better than just being numb to that, that frustration. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, you only get one shot at this. Like, you're going to be old and dead one day. So. Why not try to see what you got to get out of it, even if it frustrates the shit out of you? Right. So, but that goes into the other one of my other core values here, which is here's one of my other core values here, Mm -hmm. which is persistence. But that's a that's a topic for another day. It is. We we we've hit it. I I think. I think we we beat it to death. Dude, I I fucking love being in person. I love being in front of you. Very caffeinated. Yes, very caffeinated as well. Your uh, coffee shop right over across the street. Yeah. If you're ever in Covington, Georgia, highly recommend go over to Bread and Butter. Mm-hmm. Awesome little coffee shop, pastry shop. They have, uh, as their sign says, they have nice buns. They actually they do. They do. They got really nice buns. Uh, check it out. For sure. Um, and then if you were wondering, they also paid us one thousand dollars to mention their names and if anyone else is that was a joke apparently i didn't i don't i don't understand the difference between what i'm allowed to say and not to say on the the podcast as we're growing so um guys this is 110 percent grass-fed and grass-grown and grass-rooted in the sense of we don't grow without you guys sharing this yeah and without you Mentioning this, I mean, yeah, we we do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but everything is done off the support and the backs of you uh, listening, and it's it's 110 percent respected and appreciated, and we all just can't say enough how happy we are to have you guys listening. We love you, guys and gals. We love you. I love you. Love you too. So, uh, if you guys need us, you know where to find us. The show notes will be below. That'll have all my information, all James's information, Instagram pages, emails, whatever you're looking for. Check us out. Hey, last comment. Take this information and fucking do something with it. Yep. Like, I don't care if you just pull one nugget out of this whole thing. Like, there's no point in my country ass going in circles and circles and circles. Like, if you just listen to it and don't do anything with it, like, apply it. And I don't mean that to make me feel good. I'm saying that for yourself. Like, I'm ranting on for free right now, right here, and I appreciate you very much. But do something with this shit. Like, nothing would make me feel better. And like I said, like, kind of like I talked about with my employees, it's unfair that when they do something so great, an achievement, it makes me feel better than if I achieved it myself. Same applies to this. Like, we do this shit for free so you can take it and apply it. And nothing would make me feel better than saying you took one little nugget and you used it. Amen, brother.